Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. I am here back another week, another wonderful Wednesday. I hope that your midweek is going great. I know a lot of us missed the weekend, but we are halfway through to to the next weekend. So hold on, y'all. We almost there. Every single week here at Create with Kendra, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do best. And this week, we are giving a salute to Mr. Isaiah Johnson. Isaiah is the creator of DCSA Clothing. This line offers creative pieces that are made sustainable and with nuance. DCSA Streetwear is art expressed through clothing for more information where you can support this local artist creator extraordinaire head on over to dcsaclothing.com y'all support black businesses go on the website you'll see some pretty cool pieces that are up so um if you are into fashion if you um want to look good let this brother dress you okay Now, for those that are new to the show, I want to give you a very special welcome. This is your first time tuning in to a full episode. Welcome to the show. What I like to do is invite all of the listeners um, to participate in the show. It's not just me up here um, talking about what I want to talk about, but I give opportunity and space for you all to contribute to the show. So there's this function that we have been using for the past year or so. It's called Ask Kendra. So you head on over to www.un-associated.com slash Ask Kendra. You'll find there you can submit questions, topics of discussion that will and can be featured on an upcoming episode. So if that's you and if you have any questions or topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this grand show, we would love to hear from you. You can submit um, via audio or you can write us in. We love to receive um, any and everything that you all send us. So um, if that's you, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash askkindra for more information. And speaking of Ask Kendra, this particular question, or let me say, this particular episode has been inspired by a question that was sent in by a listener. So just, you know, letting y'all know, I I do be getting them and we do be making episodes. So if that's you, y'all already know what to do. So this um, episode, oh man. It's for all of us, okay? (laughs) This one is for all of us, um, especially for those that find themselves struggling, like real life struggling with sin. And so this is a a no judgment zone. I ain't finna ask you your business and what kind of sin you dealing with, Um, but God knows. And so um, I salute um, the courage that it took for this person to write in this question. Um, so we're going to get, we're going to jump into it um, and read the question. And it says, how do you stop falling into a sin cycle? I keep on committing the same sin every day. I just feel so guilty for always repenting to God 
when I just keep on doing it again. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a good one. And to the person that wrote this in, you are not alone. And I say that a lot on the show. I always say, you are not alone. Why? Because people feel like they're the only ones that's dealing with it. And if you feel like you're the only one that's dealing with the cycles of sin, or if you're the only one that's dealing with heartache or pain or troubles or tribulation, you feel like, well, you just get down on yourself a little bit more. But when you understand and you come into the knowledge of, yo, so-and-so is dealing with the same thing, then you feel not so bad. Not to say that you want to continue in that path, but there's a heaviness lifted. And so I just want to say that to this person, my brother or my sister, whoever you may be, you are not alone. So there are three things that I do want to um, talk about in particular um, regarding this question. The first point is understanding the parameters for protection. Okay, we're going to talk about parameters and protection. The second thing we're going to get into is setting an atmosphere conducive to what is pleasing to God, setting an atmosphere for what is conducive to pleasing God. And the third and final thing that we're going to tackle is forgiving yourself and receiving God's forgiveness. Yes. So let's jump right in to this person that wrote this question in. Um, I want to, I want to speak to the sin. Now, just, just, just going back, you know, sin is a struggle. Sin is a disease. Sin is what we were plagued with from the disobedience of Adam and Eve. It entered into the world. So when we were born, we were born in, in sin and shaped in immortal wickedness. That's how we came. It is our nature to do the opposite of what God wants us to do. It is our nature to do what we want to do, to let flesh lead. But the thing about sin and what I love about God is that God sent his son to die on a cross for our sins. So he paid it all. So all we have to, so, so what our responsibility is, is to surrender to him. It's to give those things up. And there are some folks that straight up, don't want to give up sin. That's just it. It feel good. It, it smell good. It tastes good. It, it, it seems to be good. And I say seem and I emphasize seem because sin is deceitful. And the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So that means you have to work <laughs> for sin to lead to death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And so I want to talk about like understanding the parameters for protection. There are some people that don't want to give up sin. They like it. And that's that. And people think when we talk about the church, when we talk about being Christian, like giving up your sins and confessing and all that kind of stuff, they feel like they have to forsake their fun or forsake a good time or what's, what's pleasing to them. But it's like, God is not telling you to stop sinning or forsake your sin just because he he wants to block your fun. 
So God isn't trying to stop your fun because he wants to be a wet blanket. He's not trying to stop you from having a good time or enjoying yourself because he just wants to get in the way. He does this and sets parameters, which is the word of God for our protection. Like I said, a second ago, the wages of sin is death. He wants us to be protected from death and death is separation from him. Not just, you know, dying naturally, but being separate from him. That's a scary thing to, to, to be. That is, a, that is the worst position ever in life is to be separated from God. And because he loves us so much and because he wants us to be protected and because he's a good father like that, any good father, any good mother, Anybody that loves another person so much wants them to be protected, wants the best for them. And so that's the same thing with God. God knows that the sin that you're dealing with is not bringing you closer to him. The sin that you're dealing with and that you're indulging in is not making you a better person. It's not making you a better Christian. It's not, it's not fulfilling. It may seem to satisfy you in the moment. But in the end, you're drifting away. You're entering into dangerous territory. And some folks get so caught, so so far out, they can't even see where to come back. And so understanding first that God sets parameters <laughs> and God sets these things. And we have the Bible for our protection. And to be honest, like being a Christian is when you start living, <laughs> walking with God is when you really start living. It's the opposite that we think that we actually doing something. But once you accept Christ in your life, that's when you really start living. The second thing I want to talk about is setting an atmosphere conducive to what is um, pleasing to God. Um, this question says that I keep committing the same sin every day. Just that bit, right? So you know you. You know you. And I know me. And we have to be aware and intentional about fleeing from sin. We we grown folks, so we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it, okay? If you struggle with pornography, if you struggle with masturbation, and you know what time you go and, and turn on the computer, <laughs> and you know what time you go and get your stuff to do what you wanna do, change it up and create an atmosphere that is pleasing to God. If you need to take those materials and throw them away and not in your uh, house garbage, there's a dumpster, throw it out. Get rid of it. <laughs> Don't keep it under the bed. Don't keep it down the hall in the closet. Whatever it is, get rid of it. And replace that time because you know what time what time it is. We know what time we be on demon time and we not. Then start 
taking that time that you partake in this particular sin and replace it with something that is pleasing to God. Worship. Prayer. If it's material things that you need to throw out and replace with a prayer cloth, go ahead. Or if you can take that time and go to a small group or a Bible study or call up a friend that can minister to you or put on some worship music, doing, getting in your word, being intentional about what you're doing so you don't repeat the same thing. Let's get into some word. Let's get into some word. Um, y'all know we have Bible reading podcast. So let's go to first John chapter three, verses four through 11. This is the English, English standard version. Um, first John chapter three, verses, uh, four through 11. And it reads, get my glasses. Y'all, y'all know I can't see. It says everyone who makes Um, A practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared to take away sins, talking about Jesus, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning, and no one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous. As he is righteous, whosoever makes a practice of sinning is of the evil, is of, is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. <laughs> yes, he has. And the reason the Son of God appears was to destroy the works of the devil. What I love about this particular scripture, um, it says, Whosoever practices righteousness is righteous. Whosoever practice righteousness is righteous. And let me tell you, it's harder to say this than it is to actually do it because sin feels good. Our nature is to go against what God has for us because we were born in sin and shaped into mortal wickedness. It's going to be a struggle there's sometimes you're going to be like, ah, I want to, I want to do what I want to do. But let me tell you, God's power is greater over sin because the fact that Jesus died on the cross, purchased your salvation, paid the price for your sin. You can conquer it. I'm letting you know right now, it may be tough right now. You may be like, ah, Kendra, look, I've been doing this for a number of years. I, I, protecting this every day you can conquer it because jesus conquered it for you and he has given us tools and the ability to do righteous and to live righteously so what does that look like what does it look like i know for me um my best friend um was the first person i've had a james 5 16 moment james 15 5 16 confess your sins to one to another and now don't be confessing to the people that got a reputation of gossip. Now that's not wise. <laughs> Ask the Lord to bring someone in your life or, or to, or to remind you of, of someone that is trusted, a believer, not even just anybody. I'm talking about a believer. If you can't book chapter verse for me, give me no scripture, give me something sound. I'm cool. You can keep it. But have an accountability partner 
is a life changer. It is. And it's so freeing. And to this person that wrote in the question, this is the first step because you actually wrote in a question. Because you really want to be free. You really want that freedom. And I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus that after this, you will be free and you will know freedom through him in Jesus' name. That's what I'm saying as far as an accountability partner, someone that can stand in the gap for you, someone that can intercede and pray for you, someone that can relate on what it is to struggle. And when you do that confession, it's a burden lifted. Like, have you ever just like, I know for me, I have this issue with, um, and I'm working on it, with like my emotions. And I pile up and I pile up until I ooze from tears. (laughs) And instead of talking it out as I'm getting frustrated or talking my emotions out as I go, I just kind of like keep them in until I just kind of, But after I let out that cry, after I let out that scream, after I let off all of that heaviness, I feel better. I feel lighter. (laughs) And I I thank God that I have people in my life that um, are able to bear that burden in prayer for me. Not saying they have to take on everything, but be able to intercede for me and to listen to me. And yeah, sometimes you don't want to be sharing your business. But the Bible tells us to confess our sins one to another. That's what the word says. And there is freedom in the confession. Because what the devil wants you to do is keep your mouth shut. And he does not want you to confess the things that you're struggling with. Because it's just you. It's all in your head. People going to judge you. They ain't going to look at you the same. But the devil is a liar. And a defeated foe. Because who the son sets free. If y'all want to be free, you can be free in Jesus' name. Because he's already did what he didn't have to do on the cross. If you want your freedom, you can have your freedom. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the third and final point I want to talk about is forgiving yourself and receiving God's forgiveness. Hmm. Some of us have a hard time receiving love and forgiveness when we don't love and forgive ourselves. When God has forgiven you and the devil wants to remind you of the stuff you used to deal with, and the stuff you did, yeah, I don't care if you did it yesterday. I don't care if you did it an hour ago. If you ask God to forgive you and you turn from your wicked ways and you turn from sin, you're forgiven and walk in that. Because the God that I serve, he's redeeming. I remember I was struggling with sin. I, I was I went to this camp when I was in college. I was struggling um, with sin and I was just like, Lord, I'm dirty. I'm not, I'm not worth it. I'm unworthy. Like how, 
can I forgive myself? And the Lord spoke to me and said, Kendra, I'm a redeemer. I'm a redeemer. He will buy you back. You don't have to wallow in your sin. You don't have to wallow in in, in, in shame and disgust. You don't have to be there. But God wants to free y'all today. He wants to free us all today. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. He wants to free you all today. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17, the ESV version. It says, therefore, if anyone in, is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And there are some things that you may have done in your life or some sin that you have done. And you're like, yo, this is kind of heavy. I don't know if I can shake this off. But if you are in Christ, And if you give your life to Christ, thank you, Jesus, you're new. So everything that you did, he is forgiven. But don't be deceived. The devil will use people, (laughs) will use situations to remind you of the stuff that you used to do. Don't fall into that. Don't do it. Let's put each other up on game. Don't do it. Because if God has forgiven you, that's all you need. And forgive yourself. We can't really fully embrace the love and forgiveness if we're if we holding that grudge against us. My God, today, I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. First John chapter. Whew, Chapter one, verse nine, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if that is you today and you say, Kendra, I'm ready to confess my sin. I'm ready to turn it over to God. I can't handle it. I don't want it. I want to be free. If that is you today and if you want to give your life to Christ, If you're driving in your car, um, keep your hands on the wheel. (laughs) But wherever you are, um, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. I want you to repeat this prayer with me if you want to give your life to Christ. Lord Jesus, I love you. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you for getting up three days later with all power in your hands. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you died, that God raised you from the dead and that you have all power in your hands. Jesus, please forgive me. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my disobedience. Forgive me from turning away from you. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Save me. Fill me. Teach me. Walk with me. In Jesus' name.
Amen. And if you repeated that prayer with me, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he died on the cross and that he rose from the dead, the Bible does declare that you are saved. And right now, yeah, right now, all of heaven is rejoicing. Right now, heaven is throwing a party. Right now, the angels are singing and dancing because another soul has been won to Christ. And if that's you that repeated this prayer, the sin that you was dealing with last week, last month, yesterday, four hours ago, one hour ago, God has forgiven you. Walk in your freedom. Walk in that gift. Walk in that redemption. Sustain and remain God's love because he loves you. He loves you. Amen. All right, y'all. That is the word for the week. I hope somebody is encouraged. I hope someone shares this with, with, a, with a loved one. I'm just super excited for those that, engage, that just gave their lives to Christ over a podcast episode. What a wonderful way ah, to give your life to Christ. Now, if, if if you need to be connected, I'll say this um, before I close. If you need to be connected with the ministry, y'all hit me up and ask Kendra. DM me on my Instagram, wherever you can find me. <laughs> find me so I can connect y'all to some ministries, okay? Because you don't want to give your life to Christ and then remain idle and, and, and not, you know, not do nothing. <laughs> you want to get connected, Um to people to community the bible says to not forsake the fellowship without fellowship without having that um that community of believers it's it's tough and we don't want you to experience a tough situation if you ain't got to but we want to connect you with a ministry with a body of believers that can hold you up keep you accountable pray for you love you and cover you in jesus name okay y'all um that's it i'm super excited <laughs> for those that engage their lives to christ my cheeks hurt because i'm smiling so hard but i love y'all so much there is nothing you can do about it um god bless you all and i'll see you next week Bye.